Hello, and welcome to Fidelity Next, a Fidelity Investments Canada podcast. Fidelity Next is a podcast for post-secondary students, where we'll provide you with the tools you need to navigate your impending careers successfully in today's landscape. Today, we're pleased to present the first of two episodes planned and recorded by our summer 2022 co-op students. If you're interested in landing a co-op or internship at Fidelity Canada, today's panel will share their experiences of working at Fidelity and offer advice that you can act on, including networking and interviewing. Leading the discussion is Crawford Stricker, recent grad of Dalhousie University. Crawford is joined by Alexandra Willen, George Brown College, Nam Pham, University of Toronto, and UD Bardwaj, Wilfrid Laurier University. We'll turn things over to Crawford to get us started. But first, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect those of Fidelity Investments Canada ULC or its affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. It is not an offer to sell or buy, or an endorsement, recommendation, or sponsorship of any entity or security cited. Read a fund's prospectus before investing. Funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated. Fees, expenses, and commissions are all associated with fund investments. Hello, thank you for taking the time. My name is Crawford. I'm the host for today's show, and I'm a recent graduate of Dalhousie University. I've been with my Fidelity since my second year, and I've had the pleasure of experiencing four different co-op terms with Fidelity. Fidelity has one of the best co-op programs for university students. They offer roles for all interests and educational backgrounds. Fidelity really invests in the learning and development of their students. I personally call it my second university experience. Alongside me today are the following members of the co-op program. Nam, Alex, and Yudi. Nam is a fourth year finance student and is a student analyst on the data analytics team. Alex is a fourth year university student studying human resources at George Brown College and is in her third co-op position at Fidelity on the talent and acquisition team within the HR department. Lastly, Yudi is a fourth year university student from Wilfrid Laurier who has previously done an internship on the internal audit team at Fidelity and is currently interning with the talent management team within the HR department. Today, we'll be speaking on the following topics. The importance of summer uh, internships, how to network for co-op roles, tips for the interview process, why a co-op at Fidelity, and lastly, networking within your role. Welcome everyone, happy to have you today. Our first topic, the importance of summer internships. The question regarding this is, what is the most valuable skill you've learned during your co-op term that you may not have otherwise developed during your school courses? How has your summer internship impacted your future career path? First off, Nam's going to answer this question. Hey, Crawford. Well, thanks, everyone, for coming. Uh, it's great to be here. Well, to answer your first question, I would say that the most valuable thing that I learned at Fidelity is being very practical um, and learning how to be creative and compromise. You see, um, I recently worked on a project. Uh, it was to just find a way to store weighted uh, graphs data. And I figured out very soon that we have to find solutions with the tools that we currently have. Initially, I wanted to adopt an entirely new system uh, that would be managing this type of data, but adopting a new system has yeah, a lot of risk factors. A lot of time will be spent um, managing this system. So it wasn't really a feasible solution. So in that manner, I have to went back uh, to find solutions with some of the tools that we have after that, it's about relaying the knowledge that I've learned throughout that process back to the team so that, you know, if they have any sort of similar issues, um, these are some of the approaches that 
thank you. Now, in terms of the impact that it has on my future career path, initially I wanted to get into investment management. That was before I uh, got into this role. In the data analytics team, I was exposed to a lot of different projects that reach all areas of the business. You have risk management, you have redemption modeling, you know, automation, database management, physical analysis, et cetera, a lot of stuff. And so going forward, um, I really want to go into this direction. I want to get a role that reach all areas of the business working in data analytics. That's amazing, Nam. I wish you the best of luck in data analytics. Alex, what are your thoughts on this? Thank you, Crawford. To answer your first question, I feel that the most valuable pro that I've learned during my recent term at Fidelity and my previous terms as well, all encompassed into one skill, would probably be communication, uh, both written and verbal communication. More specifically, uh, with my recent role, uh, with yeah, with my recent role at Fidelity, there's a lot of talking with uh, candidates and new hires and uh, just employees in general. And so I had to learn how to communicate with everybody in different ways via telephone, email, um, just having uh, in-person conversations over the phone, over Zoom calls. And so I feel like that's really strengthened my communication skill. To answer your second question in terms of, you know, how this term has impacted my future career, I would say that it's given me a really good, solid idea of what's involved within the HR department, just with all the things that are involved in, in general, you know, with payroll, compensation, talent acquisition, recruitment and selection, all those things involved that are within the HR department is really giving me a good understanding of what HR is all about. And I feel like that's what I've learned this, this term. And that will help me understand my many roles, hopefully in the future within the HR department. That's amazing, Alex. I wish you the best of luck in the HR department. Lastly, you. do you want to share your thoughts on this? Yeah, for sure. Um, so to add on to what my fellow guests said as well, I would say one of the most important skills I've learned uh, at my time at Fidelity is the importance of being professional. Now, being professional is the way you carry yourself, right? It's your attitude and like the ways you communicate with others and how you do it as well. Now, obviously in university, you do learn about the meaning of being professional, but when you're actually put in the workplace, that's when you actually understand what it means, right? Because at the end of the day, it's really helped me see how like being professional can lead to like a positive first impression with your coworkers. It's shown me how you can have successful interpersonal relationships as well. And at the end of the day, it also has taught me how to have a lasting relationship within the organization I'm working in and the industry as well. Thank you so much for that, Yudi. How has that impacted uh, your future career path? Yeah, I would say for me, it's uh, really helped me understand the importance of how to be around others, especially in a very specific like workplace, especially in the corporate world. And that in itself, like a, a very big part of working in an industry or in any organization is the way others perceive you as well. And professionalism is that in that in itself impacts every single role, every single department and everyone you do work with. So I would say that's how that's impacted like my future career path. That's truly an important lesson. Thank you so much for that, Yudi. Our next topic is how to network for co-op roles. First off, Nam, do you want to uh, explain a little bit about where you began looking to expand your network? Maybe some of the different platforms you used? Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say that the thing about networking is that you have to really start with yourself. You need to sit down and say what your goal is for networking. And then you go through some of the channels, then we, and then we continue from there. 
But for me, uh, I remember being my first and second year, it was a very difficult process landing that first job. And to be honest with you, I didn't really have an idea of what I was going to do. And so I started, that was my networking goal, just to reach out um, and find out what career and what type of jobs, what type of projects are there out there, out there in the market for me to, you know, participate in. And so I would say that your school is a great place to start, you know, upper year students in my investment club has guided me um, very well through the networking process, you know, what, what kind of courses to take, uh, where to head your career. And the next thing that I would do is to talk to your school. Um, usually uh, the school would have a very large uh, alumni network. And I think that this is a pretty good leverage that you can use. People are pretty willing to connect or at least connect better with you if you have something um, in common with them. And the next thing that I would say, I, this is probably the most important thing, is that you need to sign up for any sort of company-related networking events. You know, not only will you meet industry professionals or people who are working full-time at the company, they will also most likely walk you through some of the interviewing process. Having all of that knowledge accumulated, you know, you know what your goal is, then you can start looking at some of the platforms. I would say LinkedIn, cold calling works as well. But for me, I, I feel like people generally respond better if you have some sort of mutual between the two of you. Thank you so much for that piece of insight, Nam. Next, Yudi, how do you leverage your network to connect with potential employers on LinkedIn? Yeah, uh, Crawford, I honestly think that the best way to actually connect with people is to talk to them. So by setting up coffee chats with your connections and learning more about the company and like the roles that you're interested in, it allows you to get your foot in the door, right? On one hand, you might have never actually worked in said company or said role, but people are talking about you because of those precious interpersonal relationships you've made through coffee chats. And that in itself is a huge benefit because people in a company you've never worked at, for example, are talking about you. They know of you, right? And another thing I like to add is that in my experience, one coffee chat can lead to so many more. You can always ask people you're talking to if they know anyone else who you who they think would be a very valuable connection to you. And from there, the world's your oyster, right? You can talk to as many people as you can as many potential employers and learn about whatever you want in any company. Thank you so much for that piece of insight. I truly know that I've used it. Whenever I've met with people, having that opportunity to figure out who else they might know is truly something beneficial. Thank you again for that. Alex, once you've secured a coffee chat, what strategies do you use to ensure to make a great first impression? In terms of making a first impression, I would say one of the biggest strategies that I use, especially with uh, an employee or someone within the company to do a coffee chat or just a one-on-one -on -one conversation, um, just to get them, just to get to know them better. One of the the main strategy that I used is to make sure that I was myself and to make sure that I was asking like myself and to not be too nervous or too worried about what I was trying to say or what I was trying to be, um, because you know, a difficult impression is you want to you want to make people. You, you want to make people think about you after they leave the conversation, after they leave the room with you. You want people to think, oh, she would be good for this role, or, you know, oh, they would be good for that role, or they would be good in this department or that team. You know, there's so many different opportunities. And the other strategy that kind of goes into acting like with myself is to make sure that you listen, to actively listen to what the person is telling you, because that actively listening and then asking questions, asking follow-up questions 
show that you really care about what the person has to say for what they're talking about in terms of, you know, maybe it's their university experience or how they came to work at, you know, the job that they're in. You know, in a lot of cases, you might learn that people didn't end up at Fidelity because they, they, you know, they were in a different career at the time when they came at university. Like, it's all kinds of things, and you can learn so many things, but I would just say actively listening and follow-up questions is probably the main strategy that I would use. And also just, you know, being, making sure that you're yourself in that conversation. Thank you so much for that, Alex. I completely agree. Actively listening and asking relevant questions truly shows that you care about, you know, their time and what they have to offer. Next on, we're going to talk about tips for the interview process. First off, Nam, do you want to address how do you differentiate yourself from other candidates in an interview? What strategies have you employed to be successful in interviews in the past? Thanks, Crawford. I Thinking back about the first interview that I had at Fidelity, I would say it's two things. I'll start with the first one. The second one is a little bit more interesting, in my opinion. The, the first one was I had a lot of preparation. After I got the interview uh, offer, it was two or three days before my interview. So what I did was that I read up on the description, the job description, um, and I met up with some of the students that have previously worked on the role, not to know more about the interview process, but more so to learn about what the team does and the sort of projects that they expect from their students. And so the thing that I gathered from this was that my first term was as a financial analyst supporting the advisor sales team. I knew that there was a lot of ad hoc fund performance. You know, you are expected to pivot sales insight weekly. And there's a lot of um, knowledge that you have to have um, uh, in the macroeconomic space. And so knowing this, I did read up on some of these things, prepare, and then I look at my previous experience to see if I have any you know, existing experience that are related to some of the things that, you know, these students have told me. And when it comes to, into the interview, I try my best to make sure that these points come through, that I do have what they are looking for. The second point is genuinity. You know, I don't want to sell them lies. And I think that one of the key differentiator for me doing the interview was that I was ready to admit where I genuinely do not know something, but I will tell them that I will still make an uh, effort to take a stab at it. As of right now, I don't have concrete, 100% correct answer for them. Thank you so much for that, Nam. I completely agree. Preparing and figuring out how you connect to the role in a genuine and authentic way is so important. Alex, do you have any thoughts you'd like to add to this question? In terms of interviews, I remember going back to, you know, thinking back to my first interview, and I remember being so nervous, but I think one of the one of the biggest things was going back to my first strategy is, you know, just being myself and just, you know, act, again, actively listening to the questions. But I would say on top of listening to the questions, my main strategy was I prepared an idea of what kinds of possible questions I would get asked. And for every question that I came up with, I had three different answers so that I can show different variety of my experiences because I have lots of experiences. And so I just, I wanted to show um, every experience because let's say you have two questions, but you're using the same experience to answer both of them. That's not really showing a wide variety of your experiences. And so that's why like, it's a good idea to come up with possible answers for every possible question that you can come up with. Two or three is a good number, no more than that, obviously, but um, yeah, that was my strategy for interviews. 
I completely agree. Thank you so much for that. And lastly, Yudi, do you have anything you'd like to add in terms of tips for the interview process? Yeah, for sure. To add on to what my fellow guests said as well, uh, one thing I think is really something that can differentiate someone in an interview is really going in depth and learning about the company for which you're interviewing this for a specific role. Now, what that does, in my opinion, and I've, I've seen it be very useful as well, is it shows the interviewers that you care. It shows them that at the end of the day, you're not here for just a role. You also want to learn more about the company. You want to be one with the company, if I can, if I, if I can say so myself. And I feel like that in itself does leave a lasting impression with them. It shows that this one person who's here for an interview for this specific role went outside of the team and learned about the entire organization. He or she did what they could to learn more about us. And I feel like that is appreciated and does set someone apart from others during an interview process. Thank you so much for that tip on how to set yourself apart. I really appreciate that, Yudi. Our next topic is why cope at Fidelity? We've had three students who have all chosen to return, so there's something they enjoy. I'd love to hear, Yudi, what set the Fidelity co-op program apart from other companies and why you returned? Yeah, for me, the one thing that sets, that sets Fidelity's co-op program apart is the opportunity to learn about a variety of different departments while working in just one specific team. Now, as a student, most people don't exactly know what their career path is going to look like after graduation, right? And trust me, I was in the same boat as well a year ago, but by being able to talk to Fidelity employees from different departments at events for the core program that Fidelity has, it's not only let me grow my network on one hand, but also learn about what kind of roles I would like to see myself doing after I graduate from university as well. So I feel like that really, for me at least, sets the Fidelity core program apart. It's just that exposure and opportunity to meet a lot of people and learn about them and from them as well. I completely agree. The chance to interact with so many different people really helps highlight areas that you would never have other considered. So thank you for that. Next, Alex, how has your summer co-op term at Fidelity prepared you to be successful in future jobs? And again, why did you return to Fidelity? Yeah, thanks for that question, Clawford. I would say for me, I keep coming back to Fidelity, but I keep returning back to Fidelity just because it has a really great organizational culture, a really great work dynamic, all the things that we're all things that I'm working with currently now and that I'll hopefully be working with in the future. Yeah, it just has a really strong working dynamic with everybody and then a really strong organizational culture. And I believe that Fidelity is to kind of echo what E.D. said. You have tons of exposure to all different kinds of departments, all different kinds of teams and processes and policies and, you know, all kinds of things. And I would say you ask questions and you, you know, you're likely to get what you want. You know, they're very... They're very willing. Employers are very willing to give you that kind of information that you're looking for, even if it's outside of your department. And they're willing to help you with all kinds of things. And I think that's why Fidelity is a really good company to work for. Oh, I couldn't agree more, Alex. That all-encompassing exposure really just helps highlight everything and prepares you for the future. What is a common misconception about working in the corporate world that you have learned while at Fidelity? And again, why return to Fidelity? Well, thanks, Crawford. Uh, the biggest misconception I had about Fidelity or just the corporate world in general is that, you know, it's an investment firm, it's down Bay Street, everyone is so serious. They're, they probably have a no questions asked culture as well. <laughs> but, but let me just tell you that that's very far from the truth. You know, everyone is not always serious. They're very approachable. And the culture is exactly what Yudi and Alex said. Um, and, you know, a testimony to that in my, to, to my personal experience is that they promote learning. Um, you know, you're a new uh, hire. You are always expected to ask a lot of questions. And 
for my team, uh, just personally, we have a scrum meeting that we do every week um, in which we share a lot of new topics, you know, any new knowledge on data analytics. And one of my most memorable sessions from that was we had a meeting uh, where we looked at how the first image of the black hole was, was captured, you know, and some of the practical application that it has for uh, our business. So, yeah, I think, I think it was pretty cool. <laughs> I completely agree. Just every time you get the chance to learn about something new and, you know, figure out how really fidelity is not all these misconceptions, but just this awesome place to learn. And everybody loves questions and just wants to help you learn. It really makes it a welcoming place and makes you want to return. So thank you for that. Our next topic is networking within your role. So the question specific is networking doesn't stop once you get to your new role. Can you please tell us about how you've continued to build your network well at Fidelity and why it's important to network with others within your company? First off, Nam, do you want to give us your answer? Of course. Uh, mine's a little bit of a weird one, but I believe that for networking, it's important for you to maintain your existing relationship. You know, uh, for me, I took a year off uh, from working just so that I could do school. But in that one year, I went through a lot of changes, you know, a lot of changes in where I live, my specialization. So I actually relied a lot on my maintaining, you know, you know, existing contacts at Fidelity to guide me through this process. So it's, it's very important, you know, people at Fidelity, uh, no matter if you work for them or not, they love to see you grow. They love mentoring you. And I, I know, you know, at the end of the day, if I'm lost anywhere in life, I, I can just call up my old, you know, my previous manager or some of the colleagues that I work with, they would be able to give me some very good advice and guide me through, you know, any, any kind of storm that I'm in. Oh, I completely agree. I know I'm still in contact with my first manager as well as the others I've had. And whenever I have, you know, a major life decision or just some things I'm trying to work out, I'll always give them a call and, you know, run it by them. I really appreciate those relationships and, you know, they'd love to see me grow and it's just been truly a great place to be around. Thank you for that. Next, Alex, do you want to give us your thoughts? I believe networking is really important just in general because it gives you, you know, like what I said before, it gives you that exposure of learning about other roles and learning about other people. Um, but also just it gives you a great foundation-based contacts that you can go back to and be like, hey, I saw that there's a role um, at Fidelity. Is this a good role? Do you think I'd be good for this role? Yes or no? And you know, it's all kinds of questions that you can ask. you can ask them all kinds of questions, and they would answer your question. Um, and if they didn't not answer your question, they would likely pass you off to someone else. That would also be another good contact for you to get in touch with, and not just expand your network base. You know, I'm still in touch with some of my former managers as well, with Crawford said, and um, it's been great having to you know, reconnect with them on some level. It's been a good experience, but yeah, networking in general is just very important, especially when you're in a company like Fidelity because there are so many employees that you want to learn and you want to have a really good foundational base in case you do end up having a full-time career at Fidelity. That is very helpful. I couldn't agree more. Building that support system and having those that you can bounce ideas and questions off of truly helps in, in every way. Lastly, Yudi, what are your thoughts on networking at Fidelity? For me, networking at Fidelity started off with literally asking my manager one question, and that was, who does she recommend I reach out to and have a coffee chat with? And I kid you not, Crawford, since then, I have asked everyone that same exact question. 
Now, my policy is one person doesn't know everyone's ad fidelity, but a lot of people know a lot more people than one person does. And because of that, I've been able to talk to people from different teams and different departments. And another benefit I've had from this is the fact that I'm a university student, right? I don't have the same experience that others do who are working full-time at Fidelity. But by talking to them, it's actually allowed me to learn more about how to navigate my, navigate my own career path once I graduate. And I actually am able to sort uh, sort of create a vision for myself one year down the road or even five years from now. So I feel like just creating that network of people from whom you can get insights and advice, you can really learn how to apply that to yourself because they've been through the same phase we are in, right? So at the end of the day, just learning from your network, growing your network, that in itself is a very big necessity, I would say, in this day and age too. Oh, I couldn't agree more. It's such an important source of information and knowledge. Thank you so much for your insight there, Yudi. Lastly, a few additional questions we have. First off, Alex, what's been your favorite thing at Fidelity in total? I would say my favorite thing at Fidelity in total is probably, I know this is a redundant answer, but it's probably the networking aspect of, you know, being able to connect with all different kinds of people. Um, and, you know, the team that I work with, there's a lot of people on my team, so communicating with them has been great because I get to learn and I get to expose myself to different topics and for the different parts of my team and different parts of age of the human resources department, um, which has been really cool. So I think, you know, networking and the learning aspect is probably my favorite part. There's nothing wrong with redundant when it's true. I completely agree. The ability to network has just been such a formative experience and it's truly shaped my time at Fidelity. So I'm grateful for that. Yudi, how do you stay focused during a summer work term? Yeah, for me, um, I like to consider myself as someone who loves just doing, having a lot on my plate, I would say. And one way I found to stay focused is getting out a sheet of paper the night before the next day begins and just making a list of everything to do the next day. And for me personally, just the satisfaction of crossing each item one by one until there's nothing left really like gives me motivation to keep on going just because the satisfaction I get from the work, it's right there, right? Like once you cross something off a list, you're like, all right, that's done on to the next one and then on to the next until the list is over. So I would say for me, just having that list every day is something that's helped me stay focused and like do all my work and like everything I'm responsible for on time and properly as well. Oh, I know I emphasize that exact same tool. It's always important to know what's the next goal so you don't end up spinning your gears. Lastly, Nam, what is your top piece of advice for students beginning their first internship slash co-op term? Thanks, Cara. I, I love this question. Uh, what I would say is that there is a lot of interesting roles within Fidelity. And if you're like me, your data, data analytics or whatever team that you're on, your role will most likely stretch to all aspects of business, you know, you know, from investment management to risks, to operations, to sales, and, you know, so on. And so if you really want to succeed at Fidelity, I would suggest that you take a lot of initiatives and in learning about all of the aspects of the business and always ask for more projects. You will be receiving projects from all, you know, sorts of channels, from senior executive members all the way down to the junior analyst level. Pick initiatives in your learning. It's a, it's a very welcoming environment. They promote, they always promote uh, learning. So you should pick every opportunity um, to do so. Life's one long learning experience. And I just think that emphasizes that we never stop. So thank you so much for that, Nam. And once again, thank you, Alex, Yudi, and Nam for taking the time to provide such terrific insight. I know I learned something. And for everyone else that's taking the time out of their day to come today, thank you so much for attending. 
We really appreciate having you. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Fidelity Next podcast, brought to you by Fidelity Investments Canada. You can visit fidelity.ca for details on future live webcasts, follow Fidelity Canada on Twitter, and subscribe to our podcasts on your podcast platform of choice.